Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's Conversation With series. My name is Terrence Fox. I'm the head of innovation with iAdvise. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you're doing well. Happy fall. Uh, I've got my pumpkin spiced coffee that I'll say tastes all right, and I hope you also have one. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Um, we are at a point now where we're just about 37 hours until Q4. And obviously that means Black Friday, the chill that only a code freeze can bring and retailers worldwide putting their head down to make the most of this holiday season. It was a very big week at iAdvise. We had several of our e-commerce action plans going out last week, which are meant to address critical Q4 items for today's COVID consumer. Uh, we had Ed Billmeyer in partnership with iAdvise uh, he did a presentation on driving online sales with incremental authenticity and expertise for our Global Conversation 2020 event. Uh, to get access to that, just simply go to conversation.iadvise.com and you'll be able to see the full lineup. Uh, thank you, Fritz, for putting that there. That makes it even easier than them having to listen to me. Uh, the next scheduled event is October 8th. And we have Forrester, iAdvise's global CEO, Julien, sharing his vision. Uh, obviously will be another uh, key key day to watch. So we've had wonderful sessions lately. And the past few weeks, we've had uh, Shep Hyken, Colin Shaw, renowned CX leaders. Uh, thank you, Shep, for passing along your book. Colin, this is a note to you to send your book right away. Um, and today, we, we wanted to do something a little bit different, switch it up. We wanted to give you an insider look uh, from Terrence Brown. Now, I know this is going to be confusing to have a Terrence and a Terrence, and they're spelled the same way, uh, but I assure you this Terrence will bring new insight. He's the Associate Director at the Grow With Studio. They're a marketing and creative agency specializing in e-commerce, and they're a sub-brand of the e-com platform, Volusion. Terrence, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay, awesome. So Terrence, you know, as soon as I heard your name, I knew I was going to like hanging out with you. Uh, so thank you so much for making the time to join us. You're down in Austin? Yes, sir. That's correct. And thank you for inviting me out today. Of course. So uh, Austin, Texas, I imagine it's just cowboys and heat. Is that what it feels like down there to you? Pretty much. Pretty close. We've got hot and hotter. We don't really have any other seasons. <laughs> right. It's uh, migrating from air conditioning to air conditioning. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Terrence, let's get inside your head a bit. Uh, tell us a bit about what you're reading these days, what you're trying to learn or, or what you've learned in COVID that you want to share. A um, couple of things that I'm reading at the moment. Um, I just finished up earlier there. As we finished up the summer, I uh, finished the book uh, Traction, Get a Grip on Your Business by Gina Wickman. And then mm -hmm. I just started the 10X Rule, um, The Only Difference Between Success and Failure by Grant Cardone. And then I helped raise my six-year-old nephew. And I think the most recent book that I read with him that I really enjoyed was We Don't Need Our Classmates by Ryan Higgins. So that was always fun. Uh, yeah, obviously very topical. Hopefully that came out in the pandemic, right? Exactly. Yes, yeah. it did. <laughs> um, now, uh, Terrence, I, I like to ask this next question because I think it's important that uh, for, for people like ourselves who are on the brand and agency side, or excuse me, the vendor and agency side, uh, we often don't pay attention enough to what it feels like to be a consumer. So if you can, if you've had a poor experience or a particularly memorable experience as a consumer, uh, anything come to mind for you lately? 
A um, couple of most recent ones I'd say are dealing with AT&T as always. It's always mm. a good time just because we're all working from home and so we all have internet issues that we deal with day in and day out. Right. Getting that issue troubleshot and addressed is always fun. And getting them on the phone is even worse than trying to deal with them online. So, okay, so I there was sarcasm. I was making sure there was some sarcasm. Yeah. Okay. So I'd say my favorite is dealing with AT&T. I've had a few run-ins with them in just the past month or so. Okay. Got it. All right. Well, so AT&T, that's uh, Terrence calling you out. Pay attention. Um, now, tell us about your Grow With Studio. I understand it's a sub-brand of Volusion, uh, but what makes your creative agency different? What sets you folks apart? Uh, yeah. So as you mentioned, uh, Grow Studio is a sub-brand of Volusion. We are a group of about 30 or so digital marketing folks and designers, developers, and um we are hyper-focused on merchants that are in the e-com business that are looking to grow and scale their businesses. And so that's really what we do day in and day out. So we offer the full suite of marketing strategy services. So SEO, social media, search engine marketing, uh, email marketing, and design, all hyper-focused on e-commerce and really helping our merchants grow and take their, take their business to the next level. Okay, that's great. So um, you, and, and the reason we found you I'll, I'll say, Terrence, is we saw an article you had published in Total Retail about driving e-commerce conversions with a CX and some marketing trends that you felt were important to pay attention to. Tell us a little bit about that article and what your vision was in, in sharing it. Sure. So oftentimes because of the, you know, our, our team typically works with every type of merchant. We were, work with merchants that are SMBs to merchants that have been in business for many, several, several decades, and they are more at the enterprise level. And we always hear the same common goal. They want to make more money. I get it. It's kind of the nature of the beast for any of us. We all want to make as much money as we can. But one of the common things we run into a lot of times is our merchants don't know where to start. And so a lot of times the first conversation I will have is I will ask the merchant, what is their primary goal? Where are they at? Who are their primary competitors? And when they're on the SMB level, oftentimes we'll hear that, oh, my biggest competitor is Walmart or Nordstrom or Target, which is always interesting because I have to then kind of bring them back to reality and explain, you do realize that, 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 that Nordstrom, for example, has a full suite of SEOs doing nothing but writing content for their site. So... A lot of times it's helping to reset their expectations to get them on, get them a strategy that really makes sense and help them understand, you know, how they can crawl before they walk. Hmm. And so when we, when I was putting that article together for total retail, it was really starting with the basics of just what every merchant should be doing, regardless right. of size. Got it. And I saw you went into yeah, the basics from SEO, of course, uh, to building a content strategy. Um, did you, uh, I want to ask, and we're going off script. Everyone can see there's, there's, Little to no script on here, so Terrence, apologize. Sure. Uh, but what you know, let's say a, a new partner comes your way or a brand comes your way today uh, to prepare for Q4 and what's going on with the pandemic. Of course, this is a time of incredible e-commerce strain, the digital acceleration. People are stuck on their couch in the sweatpants. Uh, some people forget to shower. Uh, <laughs> you know, we've got an environment that means, simply put, your website is now your your front foot. It's, this is your path forward. Mm -hmm. um, what would you recommend to a new brand coming your way today that was looking to, to best adopt uh, or plan for the COVID consumer? 
Um, hmm, that's a good one. I would say first off, making sure they really understand what their value props are and making sure that's highlighted. What do they offer their their customers that no one else does? What sets them apart? And making that really clear and then making sure it's it's easily understandable how their brand and what they offer is a, of an advantage to their potential customers. Right. And really driving that message home and making sure it's extremely consistent and it does not uh segue or it doesn't depart from that original message and, and original points. Right. So if I'm understanding correctly, clear, concise value, right? You want to know what you're leading with as far as value and make it very clear to the consumer. Absolutely. Because I'll say on the iAdvice side, we have some fun synergy here, Terrence. Not only are we uh, both equipped with a handsome first name, uh, our businesses, our work at iAdvice is about making sure that the digital experience matches an in-store experience. Mm -hmm. If someone lands on the site, you want them, I think I said in the last episode with Colin Shaw, to smell the sawdust when they land on your website at Lowe's. Mm -hmm. um, and we're trying to have that same sort of experience uh, through messaging today for brands. Um, on your side, brands spend a tremendous amount of money driving traffic to their site. What do you recommend for a brand from that point onward. You've got traffic coming on your site. How do you best resonate with this crowd? Uh, continue to monitor it is the first thing I would say. And I think that's really important because as you mentioned, a lot of brands are spending a ton of money. Mm. Um, I, I don't think any brand is completely made of money. So always knowing where you're spending money and what's happening is always kind of be crucial. Right. And from there, understanding and really evaluating and understanding how your traffic is engaging with your site is really huge. That way you can make incremental adjustments and improve those campaigns accordingly to really scale and continue to grow and increase that performance over time. Right, and I saw something interesting uh, that maybe you'll have some feedback on too is uh, insights and data, everything that we used to use on our consumer is you know typically compared against the normal, right? And, and, but we're in a time of incredible change. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's difficult to actually use some of these insights. Uh, are you folks doing anything different at uh, the Grow With Studio to, to make insights resonate now? Yeah, so what my team does a lot of times is when we are working on putting together strategies and analysis on uh, the overall performance of our campaigns, we will assess um, the current period, so the current uh, month compared mm -hmm. to maybe the start of COVID or some time before that, and really kind of comparing to understand exactly what's what. One example that comes to mind for me is I have a merchant that uh, it has um, two actual offices in the Alabama area, and they also have their website that is uh, their e-com store that they sell products for as well. And as the uh, pandemic set in, one of the things that they did is they really pivoted and had to obviously close their offices. And one of the first things they did is really worked on ramping up their marketing strategies to really help sustain their business and really not make a just, a, you know, drastic cuts to their team. Right. So they were able to sustain their business, keep growing, continue to flourish and give their customers what their customers are needing and wanting right. while still, um, you know, surviving the pandemic and not putting anyone at risk and making sure it's that you know, just gives the experience, it gives them their, their customers what they're needing and wanting. And it was a great way to pivot and keep their business afloat and keep things as they needed to. And one of the things the merchant came back and said to us later on was, hey, we were able to sustain our business and we've continued to see month over month growth through the pandemic. So we're happy, mm. which is always good to hear when we can right. have a business that's actually continue to continue to flourish. Right. Uh, so Terrence, I want to get your opinion now. So you can leave your Grow With Studio hat on or take it off. This okay. could be the 
off the record opinion that is on the record. Uh, but where do you see us going for each one of 2021? How do you imagine the things? Uh, do you see that? Do you imagine that things will stay much the same that it is now? Are you advising clients in any certain way uh, when looking towards the future? Um, one of the things I think I see looking towards the future is really a lot of merchants, uh, whether they are purely um, or historically have been brick and mortars or have been purely e-com, often um, the merchants are really shifting to, you know, kind of adapting strategies and really working ahead of the Black Friday, the, the holiday season and getting ahead of that. Right. I think that that's a trend that we're going to see continue as we go into the new year. Right. And historically, what we see a lot of times, and this is over my years with uh, Growth Studio and Volusion, is we've noticed that typically after the holiday season, which is usually the high point of the year for the majority of our merchants, they tend to back off in their marketing strategies as they go into the new year. And I really do feel that that's a trend that's going to start to change because mm. We want to continue, you know, we want to grow our business and continue to sustain our business and continue to uh, establish and can keep that continuity as we go into the new year and as we continue into the months of the new year. So I think that that's one of the things that we'll start to see pivot. And I feel like that's something that, would just, you know, it's very timely and just it makes a lot of sense. Aside from that, I think that really focusing on the e-com experience and getting the merch, giving a customer the experience that they're wanting and making sure they have what they want and what they need is as as they want it is going to be huge right yeah so i'm excited to talk to you because i think of course your insight here is gold right uh how do we give the customer what they want when they want and uh, as i mentioned before we have a lot of synergy in that we are the preferred medium we believe uh, for customers messaging we have over five billion monthly active users of messaging today and you folks over on the creative side are making sure of course that the journey is as uh frictionless as possible mm -hmm. using it um, that's very interesting to hear. So it would be neat to learn, of course, uh, you know, if you have any success stories or things like that, that you can comment or, or things that you're proud of, uh, that the team has done in Q4 with this particular brand, anything come top of mind at the moment? Um, at the moment, no, let me give it some thought and I'm sure something will come back to me before, yeah. before we wrap up. Yeah, yeah. So Terrence, let's talk about how you differentiate from other creative agencies. Um, what makes Grow With Studio unique? Um, I think what sets our team apart and what really gives us kind of a leg up is the fact that we are one of the only and probably one of the first uh, design and marketing agencies that was focused primarily on e-commerce brands. Mm. Um, oftentimes you've got the, uh, similar agencies that offer either SEO or social media or search engine marketing, email marketing or design. Mm. And they do that for a, multi a variety of industries and verticals where we only focus on e-commerce. And that's actually something that we've really worked to pivot over the last several months, where if we've got someone that's interested in our, in our services and strategies, um, oftentimes we'll have to make a judgment call and kind of put the put our foot down and say, we don't really feel this is a good partnership for us. We really focus okay. on, you know, the e-com space. That's what we're good at. That's what we know we can deliver. And we want, we, we, we want to make sure we deliver on our promise, which yeah. is growing that e-com brand. So we get a baseline of where you start at and we work to grow from there. And that's really what we want to continue to do. So I think that's one of the big things that's, that, that's huge for us. And I'd say for us, you know, the fact that we were, we're a group of 30 or so folks that all kind of got our start within the the e-com space as we work for an overall platform. Yeah. Gives us, you know, that firsthand knowledge and expertise. Got it. Yeah. I mean, of course, I think it was explained as uh, e-commerce leaders 
helping e-commerce people set up their e-commerce site, right? Exactly. Yeah, that's, of course, a differentiator. Um, any other forward-thinking thought that you want to share about uh, what you're doing, your work, and, and ways that brands are resonating? To give you an example today on our side, uh, we've seen several of our clients are starting to launch and test video as a means of driving reassurance while foot traffic is down. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything like that on your side that you think has been particularly impactful? A um, couple of examples I would say, obviously, video is definitely huge. I think um, tapping into the VR space and virtual reality for the merchants that are kind of pivoting from having that brick and mortar space to being purely e-com has been really huge and kind of the kind of the trend this year. And I think right. that's going to continue to grow. So those have been two that I, I, I definitely would say I've seen kind of emerge and continue to be something that's important. Yeah, VR and AR is interesting. Uh, I had my wife trying to show me what a couch would look like in the corner of our room. I can't remember if it was Wayfair uh, or something like that, but that's super impactful, cool stuff. I, you know, how else could you possibly be helped, <laughs> right? When <laughs> making a purchase decision, you know what it looks like in your room. Exactly. I imagine that sort of work, it must drive uh, incredible conversion and, and not to mention customer lifetime value, right? If, if you know you can go to Wayfair or another brand, uh, Wayfair plug, mm-hmm. uh, that that sort of experience is, is truly helpful, right? Absolutely. Um, Terrence, so talk to me. How do uh, how does a brand know to start working with Grow With Studio, and and how do they do it? Um, the first thing our team does, or the first way I'd say a lot of our merchants come in and start working with us is they go to our website and they request a, what we call a business health check or mm-hmm. a website checkup, which a member of our team comes to their site, looks at what's happening and gives them uh, kind of bullet points and a high level strategy of here's kind of the low hanging fruit of here's what we would do to tackle your site and help start growing your, your revenue. Right. Um, as I mentioned earlier, you know, we are our, our really core promise and core focus is on growing that business. And so when we put together our strategies, it's going to be based on what we feel like is going to be the easiest and fastest way to really help them grow. Right. So we oftentimes will give a prioritized list of here's a little hanging fruit and we like to break it down by cost because every merchant has a different budget. And so I don't want to say, hey, here's X amount of dollars that you should be spending per month because oftentimes that can kind of scare someone and they don't really have a lot of uh, insight and, you know, backhand knowledge behind us. So right. it, I think for us, it's a good way to kind of get our conversation started, give them an understanding and idea of what we do and what we offer and why we're good at it mm-hmm. and start there. Yeah. And I saw on your site, is this the same thing? Probably the free website grader right when you visit yep. the page? Yep. That is it. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So that URL is growwithstudio.com. This is Terrence Brown, the Associate Director at Grow Studio. Terrence, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, this, this feedback has been uh, exceptionally helpful and, and gives, I'll say, uh, a valued perspective from the creative agency side that we don't have much of on this show. Thank you, Fritz, for uh, always populating the URL to be helpful. Thank you, Fritz. Uh, Fritz, did we have any uh, questions from the audience today? Thanks, Terrence and Terrence. I like it. So... Uh, Mr. Brown, I should have been calling you Mr. Brown the entire time instead to make it easier. Uh, We will let you know, of course, if there are questions. And uh, listeners, please ask your questions in the live feed on LinkedIn, Facebook, wherever you may be watching today's stream. Uh, But Terrence, thank you so much for joining us. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. So next week, we have Erin Fenn. She's a 40 under 40 winner and the EVP of InTouch Insights joining us to talk about customer experience and attacking today's COVID consumer with a human 
memorable experience. If you enjoyed today's session uh, or just enjoy listening to someone on your drive to, well, I guess no drives to work anymore. What am I talking about? Uh, make sure you like, share, follow everything you can do for this platform. We appreciate you all tuning in. We've been very happy with our uh, viewership growing over the weeks. And uh, join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. for Aaron Fenn from InTouch Insight. Thank you all.